Hey, it's your Kali. What's up? Hey, y'all, what's up? You're about to listen to facts, stories, interviews, gossip, live music, booty bumping beats, and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning, there's a possibility that your mind will blow. This show will start. Due to the coronavirus, the following show is being produced and broadcast by the Yolokali youth from their homes. So sit back, relax at home, and enjoy the show. Hey guys, what's up? My name is Emmanuel. I'm Jennifer. And you are listening to WLPN LP Chicago, 105.5 FM Lumpin' Radio, broadcasting live from the comfort of our couches because, you know, La Rona, it'll get you. <laughs> but not if you stay at home and wash your hands like we're supposed to. And so welcome to our amazing show. Hey, so first things first, we have to get a little cumple out of the way. Today is Jenny's first time ever on the radio. Y'all know that in the summer, she made a little snip snip, little peekaboo moment. And we interviewed her for a show. But this is her official first time ever hosting a show. So welcome, Jenny. Thank you so much. I'm so nervous. How do you feel being on the radio? I think it was about time, honestly. <laughs> yeah, um, where where has she been? Like, we've just been waiting for this debut. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, welcome, everybody, to this amazing show. Today, we're going to be talking all about how youth are coping with this time of quarantine. Because, you know... Um, it's really a different time than everybody anybody has like ever experienced. We've never really, um, at least us as youth, experienced any kind of situation like this where, you know, we're confined to the walls of our house and like um, are not able to go out. And it's like something so um, bizarre and like frustrating. So um, we're going to talk all about how youth um, are finding peace and sanity um, in this times, uh, specifically through music, because, you know, we all love music and music is something that um, us as youth cherish so much and love and put a lot of our emotions into. And um, it kind of like guides our life a lot, I would say. Would you agree, Jenny? Mm -hmm, definitely. It's like such like, it inspires us and like, it makes us feel a certain type of way. You know what I mean? And um, what are some other things that we're going to be talking about, Jenny? We're going to be covering healthcare, education, same product at home, and more things. So um, you guys should definitely stay tuned. This is a very special two-hour special edition of What's Up. So you'll be hearing a lot of jams so that y'all could laugh, y'all could cry with us. And also we'll be talking about a lot of more um uh social um healthcare educational 
um, topic. So definitely stay tuned. But first, you know, we got to get the people warmed up, Jenny. So let's talk a bit more about ourselves. So let's start with our personal lives at home. So what day of quarantine are we on, Jenny? I think we're on week four, actually. Yeah, week four. It's felt like a year 3000, but week four by the calendar. Yeah. And how are you coping with this? Like, what's getting you through it? Well, I'm trying to keep a routine. So I'm trying to, like, get my schoolwork done so that it doesn't pile up. I'm trying to keep good hygiene, right? Even at the comfort of my own home. And, you know, also working here, you know? What have you been doing? Well, I'm also on week four of quarantine. Um, everybody's, you know, been counting like the days. I, I just go by week. It's just easier. Like, no <laughs> time to be counting the days. Girl, this is not jail. This is just, you know, public health. Dang. But yeah, week four. And um, I'm actually stuck in my house with my family. So. It's my parents and then my little sister and my older brother. So, you know, it's been a doozy. We've had to deal with um, a lot of different energies and personalities. <laughs> it's been a little, little frustrating. How about you? Who are you stuck with? I'm stuck with my mom and my older brother. And it feels like every day it's like my mom's so bored that she's like, clean the house. Clean the house. <laughs> She's like, she's like, bored? Leave me la casa. Clean out. I know. Like, you can never tell your parents that you're bored because they have any excuse to come in and bother you when you're trying to <laughs> live your life. And they'll be like, like limpia el cuarto. <laughs> oh my God, I swear. Um, and what has been, like, what are some of your favorite foods and favorite snacks? Well, I've been trying to not fall in this cycle of eating like a bunch of junk food. So like I've been trying to eat clean. So I like eating like low fat yogurt with my diced fruit in it. I like drinking a lot of water. I like drinking. I've been really into like, I don't know if you've seen like that, like really like fancy Greek frappe that everybody's making. I've been having that almost every day. Oh, wow. Um, she yeah. said, if I'm stuck in quarantine, I might as well be eating like I'm in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think I've gone through, like, my 30th bag of Thackies, you know, family size, for sure. Only yeah. family size. Yeah. Um, I've also been eating, like, I I have tried to, like, eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Because um, I feel like the I, I need to make the most out of my time that I can. And... Uh, I really want to like mimic, I guess it's not mimicking cause it is real life, but I've been trying to make my routine the most normal that I can possibly be for my, you know, own sanity. So I'm like waking up, trying to do my same routine in the mornings, um, and at night and then, uh, trying to like eat exercise, just trying to make the most out of my days as I can. So I've been doing a lot of like oatmeal for breakfast cause it's so easy um, and then for dinner, it's like, it's whatever's in the fridge, I guess. <laughs> like, we we just got to eat. But I've also, like you said, like, I've been falling into the habit of, like, um, just, like, eating because I'm so bored. It's like, I'm bored. Well, nothing to do. I guess I'll go eat something. It's like, no, I need to stop. 
So. Um, and quarantine, um, with having to deal with this, is there anything that you miss? Oh my God, I never thought I'd say this, but like, I've never like, I've never liked school, okay? I don't, but I want to go so bad. Like the second they say, possibly during the semester, like, oh, you guys can go back. I will be there first. I'm always late. I always come in 30 minutes, first period. So like, I will be there. It's going to be like Black Friday. All the like students are like camped outside. Ready to in. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be crazy. Um, for me, I, I guess I just miss um, the human connection. Just like, being able to see somebody and talk to them. Like, I'm so tired of, like, talking to a face over the screen. Yeah. Like, like, I just, like, <laughs> I'm so frustrated. So, yeah, I, it's just, like, I definitely miss human connection, being able to talk to people um, and being able to, like, go out into the world. I have found myself eating a lot of oranges because I can't go yeah. on. Um, and, I ate you know, a whole bag of cookies by myself. Mm-hmm. I, I just looking at air, looking at green trees, like the normal things, the small things I miss so much. But yeah, we'll get into, you know, things that we've talked about, like walking outside and um, what school's like and being productive at home and so much more later in the show. But mm-hmm. first, don't you think it's time for a song break, Jenny? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get into some tunes. So y'all better put in your headphones. Y'all better be jamming. Um, And also me and Jenny have uh, selected a few of, you know, our favorite songs, songs that just have been getting us through these hard times. And we also asked some of our friends, like, what are songs that have gotten us through these hard times and have given us sanity and given us peace and motivation to do things? And on top of that, we also went on the Yolokali Instagram and did a poll so for some of you that um, send song requests, they might be played. So y'all better be tuned. So we thank you guys so much for participating in the show. Because now it's like, you know, radio is bringing us all together. <laughs> and if some of your songs weren't chosen, sorry, but uh, maybe you can explore new music. You know, it's all about pushing yourself out there you know so we hope you enjoy the rest of this two-hour show and let us get started Free, 
free from pain, free from scars, free to sing, free from bars, free my dogs, you're free to go. Black is hot, the streets is cold, free to love, to each his own, free from bills, free from pills. You wrote aloud, the speakers blow. Life get hard, you ease your soul and clench your mind. Learn to fly and reach the stars. You take the time to look behind and say, Look where I came. Look how far I done came. They say that dreams come true, and when they do that, there's a beautiful thing. Now, do you wanna, do you wanna be happy? I said, do you wanna, do you wanna be free? I said, do you wanna, do you wanna be
What's up and welcome back. You are listening to WLPN LP Chicago, 105.5 FM Lumpin' Radio. My name is Emmanuel. My name is Jennifer. And this is an amazing show filled with beautiful music and so many other topics such as being productive at home, education, and so much more. But Jennifer, now we're going to get into talking about being productive at home. So could you tell me how you've been keeping productive at home? The way I've been keeping productive is I'm trying my best to not wake up like at two in the afternoon, right? I I usually wake up like at nine, ten-ish, and I like I eat, and then I start getting into the routine of like doing my assignments so that during quarantine, like they're not piling up. Right. You know? That's kind of my main focus right now, because what do I really else have to do? That's you know? cool. Well, for me, my normal routine would look like I guess I wake up at like you know, two, (laughs) I eat my breakfast and then, you know, I do my thing for the day. So I usually do schoolwork every other day. It's so annoying. And then after that, I entertain myself by, you know, working on GarageBand on some little audio things. I play video games. I um, read a book for school. I watch drag race i just do so much you know i it's never a dull moment um i always make the best out of it um but for somebody that maybe doesn't know exactly how they could stay productive at home do we know any other um any other ways to stay productive well we can we can listen to music not only what you love but like explore you know like find different things don't just settle for what you know because like if you listen to the same things you do the same things you're gonna get bored like really fast so you know listen to new music read we have different books that i i picked out a few that are like my personal favorites which i kind of have um atomic habits an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones i also have the small guide to anxiety because i know a lot of people like myself you know we're really nervous right now because we can't go out we can't do the things we love and it's good to realize that anxiety is a, um, you know, it's a normal emotion. It's never going to go away. But what we can do is, um, you know, find ways to deal with it. Yeah. And, and then I got get out of your head. Stop the spiraling toxic thoughts, you know, aligns the same thing with anxiety. And I also have best self be you, but only better. That's so great that you found some of these um, books because I feel like um, it's great if you can find a book that like you love, depending on the genre or the author or just the style. But for some people that maybe don't always enjoy reading or can't seem to like get the hang of reading like that, um, it's cool if you could find a book that you like, but also benefit from it, such as like, like a self-help book or anything like that. That's really dope. And also talking about books, um, I know that there is, you know, coloring, there's coloring books you can do, like pushing yourself out there like that. That's so fun and like can take up so much time because I know that I have like five coloring books that are like so empty and like have nothing in it. So you literally have all the time in the world, you know, just push yourself out there and do it. Like you always want to push it to like another day, but like what's stopping you? Just do it. And then, like, when it comes to, like, I guess art, because, you know, we're talking about, like, coloring books and, like, you know, making art, I guess a good thing also to, like, I guess keep yourself entertained would be to, like, you know, like, like explore different mediums, right? So, like, if you're used to just painting, maybe you can start sketching or, 
Right. Start making stuff, you know? Or if you're used to, like, you know, crayons, try markers. <laughs> or, like, if you sketch on pen and paper, maybe try on your computer or your iPad. You know, mm-hmm. like, pushing yourself out there, trying something new. Because in the end, it's just all art, and people will be like, oh, it's the same thing. But it's really different techniques and different styles that you can learn and that could benefit maybe your main style. So, like, if you learn a little technique by, you know, using markers, maybe that could benefit you in another medium. Like, you know, stuff like that. It's fun. And also, um, even if it doesn't become, like, your main medium, like, it's cool to challenge yourself and just, like, learn new skills and use different tools to make different things for sure and um after that we also have cooking um i know that one of our fellow yolos um marie she really enjoys cooking and that's a hobby that she's really picked up on and um i would say mastered during this time um that we're stuck at home and she like looks up recipes or she can also you know, know them, I guess you could say, but I think it's just a really good way to um, distract yourself for a while and also like try something new. And something else that you can benefit from is like, you know, you like make your cupcakes from like a boxed recipe or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, In a time like this, it's cool to make things from scratch because like it's easy to just buy a pie. But recently I've picked up the skill of making pie from scratch, you know, do a little dang of flour, put some eggs, some milk, boom, you got a blueberry pie, baby. And the best part of cooking is you have food after. So it's like, ah. do we have any other tips to keep productive at home? Um, we can also like journal. I know I I used to be really passionate with writing and, you know, expressing how I feel because personally, I've never really been good to tell people what's bothering me, what, you know, is worrying me. So I guess what people can do, especially right now, is, like, write, you know, write how they feel. Because not everybody has, you know, the luxury to, like, you know, see a therapist right now, because I do, which is, I feel very lucky. Um, So I think writing is a good way to keep yourself occupied, whether that's, like, poetry, your feelings, or maybe catching up on like other work. Definitely. And with journal, you can do so much more than like writing. You mm-hmm. can, and there's no like right way to journal. Like you can see all these like tutorials online on, or all these like influencers that are, have their like cute journals. Journal is whatever helps you stay sane with yourself and a way that you can like pour your thoughts onto paper And so whether that's, like you said, writing, um, like just like freehand writing, like what's in your mind or poetry or a book or anything like that, or you can also involve photographs and drawings, you can collage. There's so much to do. And I feel like you have all the time in the world right now. And so if you're doubting yourself, like there's no better time to start than now. Like once you start it, there's nothing stopping you. So make it the best that you possibly can. Mm-hmm. And another thing, since, you know, I know a lot of us haven't seen um, outside, but uh, peekaboo, it's spring now, y'all. So wake up. So a big thing that we can do is start spring cleaning. Hey, have you started any spring cleaning? 
No, but I should. I have like a lot of like clothes I haven't like worn in like years. I have like expired hair products that don't even touch my hair anymore. And if you know, cleaning an entire like space is too much, you know, start small, take baby steps. You can organize your room. You can organize your movie collection. I know Jenny yesterday um, was showing me her plus scrunchie collection. You can organize your scrunchies by size, fabric, color, um, how well they expand, you know, whatever makes you feel like you are well organized. And another big thing is I know that a lot of like what's happening mentally, like a, a lot of it's on our phone. Like you just like put everything on your phone, whether it's photos, your notes, your everything. Um, we can also organize our phone. It's something that really like helps us feel more organized and like just more put together. And have you been connecting with any friends, Jenny? I know you've been connecting with me. Yeah, I've been talking to a few of my friends, friends from Yoldo as well, you know, just checking in on everybody, making sure that, you know, we're staying sane, you know, that even though we can't have like physical contact with one another, but at least remote connection, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And I feel like um, some of the best ways to connect with family and friends are definitely phone call, text and FaceTime. I enjoy FaceTime because it's like you could see them, you see uh maybe a not familiar face that you've been looking for for like the whole week like it's just it's like a different face and also netflix party is another really cool way to connect with friends i've done it um a lot during this quarantine you know you and your friend like want to watch this new movie this new show just go for it like watch netflix party together um and it's so fun to like watch the same movie and show and have like chat on it and stuff like that and I feel like at the end of the day, one of the biggest things that could motivate us um, every day that we, you know, wake up when we go to sleep and, you know, keeping the same routine, like stuck in the same setting can a lot of the times be really like stuck in your head. But I think just, you know, feeling yourself um, definitely helps every day, like doing your makeup or keeping your normal routines. Like it's just good to like remember, like to switch up your routine and and yeah, just make the best out of every day. Mm-hmm. So now it's time for some promos and some more music so we can start jamming. But we'll be back with so much more. So don't forget that you're listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpin' Radio. Hey, it's Mede. How are we doing during this quarantine? How are we all feeling? Just want to check up on everyone. Has everyone been washing their hands, keeping themselves clean, and not going outside too much? I just wanted to give you all a friendly reminder that we need to keep ourselves healthy, safe inside of our homes as much as possible, as possible. and try to wash your hands often, like we should. Some steps you can follow to wash your hands are to first rinse your hands with water and add hand soap or alcohol-based rub. Then wash your palms. Second, wash the back of your hands. Third, scrub in between your fingers. After, move on to your fingertips. Lastly, do not forget to scrub your entire thumb to make sure you're washing your hands long enough. You can sing that one song that we all sing in birthday parties. The happy birthday song, two times. Please go out only if you truly have to. Like 
for groceries, pharmacy runs, or other necessities or emergencies. Do not go out with groups of people or to crowded spaces. Keep yourself distant. Although we are limited to go outside, you can still take your pets for walks or sit outside by yourself. So please do your part and try to have fun. Most importantly, do not forget to smile. My name is uh, Dylan Alvarez. I am 17 years old. I live in Little Village. I attend a world language high school. Oh, I, sp- only, uh, I mostly spend my days inside of my room and my days go by by just being lazy and laying on my bed, that's all. I mostly eat a lot of different stuff, but I just eat a lot of snacks, mostly like Pop-Tarts and stuff like that. I've read multiple books so far, and I watched this show called uh, Breaking Bad. I watched all of it now, and that's it. My average day looks like waking up out of my bed, just scrolling through my phone, right? And then going to the bathroom, uh, brushing my teeth, and then I go onto my computer or my bed and then just watch shows or read a book. And then I just go back to bed. Since I don't go out, I just tell my mom to be safe out there and just uh, washing my hands every day. Mostly my family is really uh, scared about this disease, but I mostly try to warn them and inform them about how to keep safe and how mass hysteria really affects the community itself. I fall for you every- 
Miss my cocoa butter kisses Hope you smile when you listen Ain't no competition Just competing for attention And you like I'm not on no games Well baby I've been peeping And you ain't been the same Like who been on your mind Who got your time Who you been vibing with And why can't make you mine You used to be texting me Checking me calling me your slime And now you treat me like my worth less than a dime And if we paint a perfect picture We can make it last forever And you're the only one I want to wear my own sweater I told you I am down for the worse or the better But I keep sticking to you cause I'm for a stupid letter You got me singing love songs, love songs, love songs You got me singing love songs, love songs, love songs You got me singing love songs Hey y'all, what up? We is back. Don't forget, I am Emmanuel. And I'm Jennifer. The fabulous one and only Emmy and Jenny up in the building. <laughs> and you are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpin' Radio, broadcasting Viva from the comfort of our homes. Yes, you know, with mi casa. So now we're going to talk a little bit about healthcare. Isn't that right, Jenny? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I know we've seen some little thang thang, some rumors on, you know, Instagram, on Twitter. Miss Lori over there, she's like on Twitter more than Trump now, girl. So we just break it down now for all of the listeners and tell them what the faux one one is. Okay. So first, let's talk about the gear that the doctors and nurses wear. So um, they be wearing like... What have you seen online, Jenny? Because I know I've seen two different things where people wear, um, like, uniform, and then, like, some people aren't even wearing anything, like, to protect themselves. So I've seen some nurses um, talk about how they um, aren't allowed to wear, like, their masks or, like, they have to bring their own because of the lack of... Um, supplies that they have, which is really concerning because the medical workers need to be the ones protecting themselves. Um, Mm -hmm. That's really important because, you know, they're out here supporting the community and then they're going home to their own families. um, And, you know, they could be spreading this. And that's the last thing that we want. So it's important that, you know, they get the supplies needed because on the other hand, I've seen some videos and some images where doctors, you know, they wear their gloves, their um, their goggles. Okay. Um, they even like you have seen some of the photos where mm-hmm. um, it's like so bruised because yeah, they have been on their whole twelve hour shift. Yeah, that's crazy. Where they have bruises and scars left from their face mask and their um, their eyewear. Um, so I've seen some videos where I don't know. I'm just like saying face tape, but face tape. protective thing on their like cheeks and on their skin so that it can protect from the scars left from wearing the gear for so long and I've even seen some nurses and doctors wear like not the hazmat suit but like you know a full suit to protect them from like getting it or also spreading it which is important um and for um I know that I've also seen some of the crisis nurses and doctors um have you seen any of that Jenny? Um, yeah, I've seen it. Um, I've noticed that a lot of them are overworked, you know, and 
they're not really they're being sent out you know how like I think I forgot what country it was but they send out a lot of Christ doctors and like nurses out to Italy because it's the craziest right now and that's so crazy that like they're sending doctors over there because recently I've seen other doctors come to New York so it's like okay doctors are going here got doctors are going over there girl this is a world tour like we we need to like I'm not trying to say it needs to stop, but like we need to um, better our communities. And mm-hmm. the only way that we can do that, we can look out for one another and help, you know, the healthcare workers um, in this situation is by protecting ourselves. Because when we protect ourselves, we can help everybody else. And this situation can terminate itself sooner. So mm-hmm. by doing something as simple as staying inside and if we must go out, like such as an essential worker, um, or going for groceries, we stay clean because um, the sooner the that this ends, the better. And yeah, carry that. And you want to know so, something else? The thing is, is that when everybody's trying to like, I guess, stay protected, right? Like they're trying to get face masks, they're trying to get gloves, they want hand sanitizer, hand soap, any disinfecting kind of product. Not only is it running short on the shelves, but it's also running short in the hospitals themselves and you would think right this is a hospital this is what they're doing they're getting it first no there's shortages you know like and some nurses are making their own masks at home or like you said they're bringing them because they just happen to have some but yeah yeah so that's very concerning and yeah um and so we talked about how some nurses don't even have the proper um protection that they need and Mm -hmm. others are even being overworked and recently I saw this, um, I know Lori was talking about it on Twitter um, this week and today um, that McCormick place, actually they're trying to convert it into sort of like, um, because of the overwhelmed hospitals, kind of like um, a place where um, those that are like recovering, kind of like when you're in quarantine, um, the more severe cases can stay in the hospital but um, others can go to the McCormick place because they're setting up beds and, you know, getting nurses and doctors um, for that situation so that people can be in quarantine. Um, And the more severe cases can stay in the hospital, which is better for all of us because then everyone's getting the proper health care that they need and it's getting better altogether. So that's really positive. Um, And I also want to talk a little bit about uh, Londell like healthcare clinics because they're one of the biggest um, healthcare facilities um, in the west side of Chicago and they have six sites but at the moment they've closed four of them so only two remain open one of them being um, on Ogden um, which is one of their bigger um, sites and um, the other facilities um, if you you know you went to those clinics for any sort of medical you know whatever um, they now have, um, you know, merged the facilities to the other two that remain open. So if you went to, you know, this clinic or that clinic, now you go to the two that remain open. Mm-hmm. And I know that the um, healthcare that they still provide is only for um, moms and babies, such as pregnant moms or newborns, and also regular visits. So obviously not sickness, they would send you home or um, if you were sick and have you like seek more medical attention or try to get better at home, um, they wouldn't have you come in because it like 
you know. Um, and also any like non-urgent care um, is what they're seeing. So if you would go for any medication or like, you know, let's say trip, stumble down the stairs, you hurt your knee, you know, then you would go. But anything other than that, you know, dentists, uh, those are not open at the clinic at the moment. Um, and also I know that there is a um, organization called Share Our Spare. And they actually receive donations such as diapers, furniture, you know, baby formula, baby clothes, um, and even bus cards. And then they donate it to um, to the community health clinics and hospitals, um, one of them being Lawndale. And the doctors provide that to their patients based on need. And, you know, the mothers can receive that, especially at a time like now, which is really important when, you know, things are running off the shelves. Um, I know that we saw on Facebook, Jenny, like we saw that one post where a mother needed baby wipes and, um, the stores had run out because of the shortages. So any resources like that are really important for moms. Um, and that's great that Londo is doing that for their patients. Um, and for those, um, people that do need, like that do do like doctor checkups or anything like that. I know that a lot of doctors are doing telehealth which is like video kind of Skype appointments with doctors and patients. So I know doctors, psychologists, and health support workers are doing all of that, um, which is really great so that we can like, you know, remain um, in communication and uh, seek the medical help that we need, um, but also are like staying in quarantine and helping the community and one another so that we can stop the virus from spreading. Um, and I also know, girl, you know, I got all the information. Y'all going to be hella educated, you know. Um, I know that Lawndale, they've been doing this for a while now, but they've continued throughout this time, uh, three days a week. They actually provide health care for the homeless. So any medical services that they need, um, they're provided, uh, three days a week. And that's really great to see, especially like, you know, um, on the lower income communities or for even any homeless people that aren't given those kinds of services or can't get that, um, that they're given that, which is really um, beautiful to see. And even that it's continued um, through this time and even through this quarantine, since things have been becoming a bit more severe, I know that they are trying like working and settling on having doctors provide these services during the quarantine time. Um, but more on call 24 seven and they'd be gone from home for days at a time um, in order to um, help out um, and serve um, the homeless people, which is, you know, really great to hear. Um, and in some like more positive news, um, uh, I heard that a Bulls player, Ryan, he actually donated to the Londo clinic. They, he donated lunch for two days so that is so beautiful to see, you know, Chicago supporting Chicago, you know, yeah. let's go basketball. The only time I've ever been like, you know, you go because, you know, I'm basketball. <laughs> and um, in other news, I also I don't know if you heard it, but I know a bunch of like bigger um, options in their like in their uh, their factories. Yeah. Yeah. So some of the brands I've heard are brands like, you know, uh, YSL, Balenciaga, Louis, um, Chanel. I was like, oh, my God, like they stopped making the Gucci, the Gucci goggles and the Birkin bags. And now they are making the face masks. And I was like, yes, human supporting humans. Like, that's so incredible. And, you know, another show, um, Pose, I don't know if you know of it. 
but you know, they're filming season three. Yes. Thank Jesus. And, uh, I heard that, um, in season three, they're filming like in a hospital scene. So they obviously needed face masks and any other tools that they needed. And, um, they postponed their production and actually donated all of their resources to, um, the any hospitals that needed those resources so things like that are really inspiring to hear about and I think that hearing things like that can like motivate all of us because in the end we all matter every single one of us the smallest thing can matter even if you know can't donate a million dollars to these um resources and these like you know red cross and any like big things um or you can't donate all these face masks um doing something as simple as staying inside and um, staying clean for yourself and for everyone around you, that makes the biggest difference because Mm -hmm. then as a community, we can all heal and stay healthy together. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. So that's great. Yeah, Jenny, we stay healthy, right? We stay at home, Mm -hmm. washing our hands. Mm -hmm. Already know. So yeah, that's just, some amazing updates on health news and now we're going to take a quick song break and then we'll be back but remember you are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpin Radio Coronavirus news and updates brought to you by the youth at Yolo Cali. Hello, you are listening to What's Up. Today we will be making a few updates for everyone listening. We hope you're having a wonderful day. On an article from the New York Times, Dr. Russell J. Buer, a pulmonologist from UCLA, states that doing what you usually do can positively affect the mental health. Along with Dr. Buer, the American Heart Association says that adults should do around two and a half hours of exercise throughout the week. Although in these difficult times, we can always reserve time and create space to exercise from the comfort of our home. On another report done by CNN, Bay Liu, an air quality researcher at NASA, says that the large reduction in air pollution is immensely compared to previous annual reports. From February 3rd to March 1st, CO2 emissions were down by at least 25% because of the measures to contain the coronavirus, according to the Center for Research and Energy on Clean Air. 
an air pollution research organization. This is probably one of the best things to have come out of the pandemic. Our planet is healing during a period of low human activity. On another note, the Chicago Sun-Times has reported that artists such as Don London have begun to stream many concerts for their fans from the comfort of their homes. This is in an attempt to entice others to remain inside their own homes. Being that many fans were waiting for the concert, I think it's nice for the artists to actually have, you know, gone through and take their time in their day to actually perform for their fans. They feel like they have a responsibility to these people who are paying to see them and were waiting for such a long time to actually go to their performances. And now because of this, you know, they aren't able to go to a large gathering. The fact that the stars and artists are trying to keep this sense of normalcy for themselves and for their fans is a really nice gesture on their part. And that was Yololicious News, brought to you by the youth at Yolokali. What's up? I'm Emmanuel. I'm Jennifer. And remember that you are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpin' Radio, broadcasting live from the comfort of our couches. And welcome to the fabulous second hour of our amazing show. Hi, what's good? So we're going to go back to playing, you know, the good Mew Mew. But when we come back from the booty bumping beats, we will talk about school, education, how that's going from a student's perspective. And we will also have a very special guest or guests with us to talk about the teacher's perspective. So stay tuned for the second hour. Here's the thing. You're in love with a version of a person that you've created in your head that you are trying to but cannot fix. Uh, the only person you can fix is yourself. I love you. This has gone on way too long. Enough is enough. I'm two blocks away. I'm coming over. Painted a picture. I thought I knew you well. But you broke my heart I said you only want to have me Quietly 
Hey guys, what's up and welcome back. My name is Emmanuel. My name is Jennifer. And you are listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpin Radio, broadcasting live from the comfort of our homes. And now let's talk a little bit about something called Escuela, the thing that we don't like, but now in quarantine time, we you just want to go back. thinking about going back. Yeah. <laughs> this has been the longest spring break that we have ever lived through. Um, so what, what do you think about school right now, Jennifer? What is, like, what do you think about your friends in your routine? Like, do you miss it? Like, the, like, small things? I miss being able to, like, sit with my friends at lunch and gossip, you know? <laughs> like, I miss that. But most importantly, I just really miss, like, can't believe I'm saying this, but. I miss the teachers a little bit. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Well, um, I don't think I agree with you on the teachers. But for the friends part, yeah, I definitely do miss, I guess, the basic things in school. So, like, every morning, getting there early. And, you know, right. me and my friends, I don't know if you guys have lockers at your school or if you guys mm-hmm. even, like, share lockers with your friends. But at my school, um, me and my friends share a locker. So yeah, no. like <laughs> I don't share walkers. Yeah, well, um your pa- my our code probably does go around and somebody probably like steals stuff, but yeah, I do miss like sharing lockers and talking to my friends and just going from class to class. I don't know, it's so basic and such like a normal routine. <laughs> but once you get accustomed to it, like it feels like all that you know kinda. And mm-hmm. you you definitely miss it. Mm-hmm. And same with friends, like the most basic thing, like some drama, like somebody was just fighting last period. And then during passing period, you go and tell your friend all about it. Or like you t- you show your friend all the screenshots that you just saw. Like mm-hmm. things like that, the juice, I miss. <laughs> My life is a dried up raisin right now. <laughs> Lacking juice, needing some jugo. <laughs> So, yeah, that's life update. How's remote learning going for you? What happened? How's remote learning working for you? Remote learning. Well, I, they always tell you in school, like, you're either a visual, a learner, like, you have to listen or you have to do it. I think I'm, like, kind of all those things, but I'm definitely, the one thing I'm not is a remote learner. I can't learn on my own. I need I need to be able to talk to my friend and not be able, and not listen to the teacher, but still kinda in order to learn. Because when I'm like just doing it on my own, I don't know, like what sine forty five degrees cos like no, I'm not gonna learn these things on my own. I've been struggling. That's for sure. That it's been a struggle to learn some things. Um, and in other subjects, you know, it's a bit easier because you're just gifted, you know, you're just smart, born smart. Um, but yeah, I think remote learning has been something different. And I think the hardest for all students is just, you know, being in the environment with other students, having a desk and a routine and just like a setting that's dedicated to your education and your learning is the hardest thing to deal with that that has been taken away from us. Sure. Um, and it's hard to deal with. Yeah. I feel like remote learning for me, I'm just not productive because like I just easily like, like, let's say I'm doing an assignment, right? I easily just open another tab and boom, I'm on Netflix. 
<laughs> it's like this is why I don't I rather learn. I I enjoy teachers yelling at me. I don't know. <laughs> like the teacher is not there for me to yell at, and I miss it so much. And now you know that we're taking tests online. I can cheat and it's like no fun. I miss being able to sneak my phone. Like, I don't know. It's just not the same unless we're at school. So oh. yeah, definitely that. And um, how has it been with you? And like, definitely, I feel like no shade, no tea, but junior year is the only one that matters at this time. The freshmen are out there celebrating. The sophomores, same. And seniors, it sucks. It definitely sucks to not have prom and graduation. But juniors, this is like the time, like the like really important time where, you know, we're taking our tests, SATs and finals. Um, the year that the colleges are staring at really hard and we don't have the resources that we need and we are stuck at home, um, independent, learning on our own. So that's definitely something that I think we have been struggling with. Yeah, it's really stressful because like they they've always emphasized like junior year is like the important year where they're looking at your test scores, your grades. And I remember I've kind of like just I've been really unmotivated as of recently. Like I have no motive when it comes to like a lot of things like art and the things that, you know, I've enjoyed. And that includes school. Like, I remember I did not want to go into quarantine. I'm like, I hope like, you know, being CPS, they're going to be like, no, go to school. No, <laughs> I was like, they better say like, no, you're going to school. Right. I wanted, I didn't want to go into it. I wanted to work until, until I could get, you know, the grades that I know I can get. And now that we're in quarantine, I don't think they'll be at the potential that they can be at. Right. Definitely. Well, that was um, our point of view, our student point of view, and we're going to go into some promos, but when we come back, we're going to have some very special guests for you guys. So stay here. We'll be back. This is a public service announcement. I don't know how many more times we got to keep saying this, but stay home. Staying home prevents the risk of contracting COVID-19 as well as spreading COVID-19. If you are planning to go outside, only go for necessities like groceries and such. Parties and other gatherings are not a good idea. You will risk your health as well as other people if you do that. Don't be that person. Stay home and stay safe. My name is Brittany Arias. I am 17 years old. I live in back of the yard. During quarantine, my day has been full of a lot of cleaning, a lot of helping my mom in the kitchen, whether it's like prepping the drinks or like any side dishes. It's also consisted of a lot of Netflix and Hulu, mainly Hulu because our Wi-Fi wasn't working. So my TV wasn't working. So that's where I had Netflix. So it was mainly Hulu. A lot of playing with my cats and my dog. I've been making a lot of Oreo milkshakes. They're like really good. Sometimes I had too many Oreos, but it's fine. But definitely Oreo milkshakes or vanilla ice cream. My favorite snack, I think it would be chocolate. Any kind of chocolate. Like, oh, definitely um, peanut m and Something I've watched, I started watching 
I'm not okay with this on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. It's kind of cringy, but it's kind of good. I, I really enjoyed it. I've also been watching a lot of Kitchen Nightmares. The thing that has been my favorite to pass time is definitely cleaning my room. Um, I clean my room like three times a day. Something I used to not have time for is definitely painting. I didn't really have enough time to paint because of school and I would get home really, really late. But now that we're stuck at home all day, I've definitely started painting a lot more. An average day during quarantine looks like me waking up at 11. It's usually 11 or 11.30. The latest I've woken up was like 12. I eat breakfast. Sometimes I wash the dishes before I eat breakfast. And sometimes I do the opposite where I'll eat breakfast and then I'll wash the dishes. Then I'll sweep and then I'll clean my room. And then I'll do whatever my mom tells me to do. And then it's usually once I pass two or three where I usually then have time for myself and what I want to do. So, which usually consists of Netflix or like a nap. Sometimes going outside and playing with my pet. And sometimes I stay up till three in the morning just watching YouTube videos. I've been staying safe because, well, my mom doesn't let me go out. So I'm really helping me with social distancing. But like, sometimes like my uncles and aunts come here. So then I'll just start cleaning everything that they touch. I wash my hands like crazy. Cozy is my bed is so comfortable. I have so many pillows and so many blankets. And the lighting is always really nice in my room. So it's like can be very at peace. And like when it turns dark, I have LED lights and I just turn those on and it makes me it's very therapeutic. And I always light my candles so my room always smells nice. I'm helping my family by, I've been telling them a lot of the facts about the virus because there's not, like, there is resources that are in Spanish, but there's not as many as there are in English, so sometimes they won't understand things. So I've been helping them a lot with, like, understanding it and how you can get the virus or, like, how many people have gotten it in, like, a day or, like, however. So I've been helping them a lot with that. Hey guys, what's up? We're back. Don't forget that you're listening to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from the comfort of our homes. And would you like to share our special guest that we have, Jennifer? Yes, so we have two teachers, one from a CPS school and one from a noble school. We have Mr. Gibbons and we have Miss C. Hello guys, welcome. Hi, how are you? Hi. So could you guys tell us a bit about the role that you guys play at your school? Well, I'm an English teacher at World Language High School in Little Village. Actually, Jennifer is in one of my classes, and so it's great to hear her voice. But, um, you know, that's about it right now. I'm obviously trying to get used to this remote learning just as you guys are. Yeah, um, I am a multicultural studies reading teacher um, at UIC College Prep, uh, so I teach predominantly ninth graders. Um, and I'm also an academic director for a scholarship fund. So we provide funding for students um, going into private institutions like Ignatius, De La Salle. Um, so I have a lot of connections there too. Let's start off with Mr. Gibbons then. Uh, how are you staying safe during this current time? You know, I'm just staying in the house with my kid and my wife. We're actually, you know, I, I really do think it's a time to kind of reflect on how lucky we are. Uh, it's... My son is at a pretty good age to be home with me and we're trying to keep him active and it's not an ideal situation, but more of my concern is going out towards, of course, students and people whose jobs are in jeopardy and all that. It's when you get to be my age, it's honestly not that hard to put your life on pause for a couple months. But when you're 16 or 17 or 18 years old, those two months can feel like a couple of years. How about your students? How are you connecting with them right now? So... You know, the 
when we first got the information that we were going to be out for a couple of weeks, it was a little bit vague. And so mainly I tried to keep it simple and encourage the reading and the routines that you all were talking about and try to give as much credit for anyone who shows some evidence of, of doing that reading. To me, the main thing is to, of course, I want to continue to help people's academic development and stimulate their intellectual growth. But number one, it's not to increase stress on students. Uh, I do think like at this time, more than any other, a little bit of empathy is worthwhile. And so for me, it's kind of like a balance between like, you know, attempting to encourage people to do things, the same stuff you were all were talking about. It doesn't have to be reading. It can be cooking a blueberry pie or learning something you haven't learned before. Yeah. But without making someone go to bed at night with an increased sense of dread of what they didn't accomplish. Miss C, how are you staying safe in this current time? Um, I agree with Mr. Gibbons, just doing a lot of self-reflection. Um, for me, I um, have anxiety and depression. So this has been a really anxious time for me. Um, not just like not being able to go outside, but also feeling um, just like overburdened with having to like, or feeling like I have to learn e-learning e and like what that means and like engaging students and families. Um, but then on the flip side, just like also taking care of myself, like being super um, intentional about reaching out to my parents and my grandparents. Um, I come from a really close family. And from the very beginning of this pandemic, I've always just been very focused on their health and their well-being. Um, just as you guys mentioned, you know, um, a lot of our bilingual families need that extra translation and so and also just like that that ease of, and comfort um, and it's really hard to do when you're not necessarily with them in the moment um, so I've been trying to like keep in touch with my family uh, by not going to see them unfortunately mm -hmm. um, so that's how I'm staying safe right now. <laughs> Mr. Gibbons what is CPS's plan to keep students learning? Well of course what they want us to do as teachers is give you assignments on a weekly basis and uh, try to encourage you to keep up with them. There's, you know, I, I actually, I'm, I'm usually pretty critical of CPS, but this situation is so unprecedented that it's, I, I think that everyone's so far doing about the best they can. Um, it's impossible to know what an individual student is going through at this time, whether it's you know, the mental health issues or whether it's spending all day having to take care of siblings or whether it's going to a full-time job. And I think it would actually be unfair to punish a student for a situation that we have nothing, no knowledge of, not to mention that stress piece that I was talking about earlier. I, I just absolutely don't want to increase anyone's stress. So I think the idea is to keep people active uh, intellectually as much as they can, but without punishing students yeah. or circumstances outside of their control. So were you expecting this quarantine to be longer than like the initial two weeks that they said? Was I expecting? Mm -hmm. uh, yes, I was expecting it to be longer, but now I'm expecting, uh, you know, I'm partly expecting it to be the whole year. So I was thinking maybe late April, um, which I thought, you know, it's never good to lose a month of school, but I thought, you know, we can overcome that. This is getting, and again, just not from my perspective, because it's pretty easy for me to deal with it whenever we get back, but from your perspective, Jennifer, and other students like you who spent all year preparing for the SAT and thinking about, 
maybe you didn't necessarily want to do it, but you spent a lot of time doing it. And so I, I'm just, you know, I just want all of you to know that the more something that is totally outside of your control, I would do as little worrying about as possible, mm-hmm. especially since it's not your fault. I mean, sometimes we make a terrible mistake and we can't take it back, but, it, and we feel that guilt. This, any punishment or any hardship in your life that comes from this is just an injustice. So I would put it out of your mind and hope that, you know, people in power make right decisions for you guys. Missy, what's USC's plan to keep the students learning? Um, Yeah, so as a network, we are also trying to disseminate like certain assignments that kids can do um, on a weekly basis but also not overburdening them with the amount of work because we don't know what each child's situation mm-hmm. is. Um, we also don't know the access, right? So like Wi-Fi and technology. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't want to continue giving or give students assignments that they just like don't have a way of completing. Um, another thing that we are doing is that we are not allowing, and I think this is statewide, um, where just we can't drop grades, right? Like any work that you do from here till the end of whenever this is over is all extra credit. Um, yeah, so I think same thing that Mr. Gibbons said, like, I really just want to prioritize like student well-being and mental health. Um, and I think that that's a really good policy right now that the state's putting in place in order to do that. Right. Um, my my worry comes from um, the ways that different schools are handling it, not just like within CPS or the Noble Network, um, but also private institutions. Right. Like we have a lot of schools that are doing different things and actually like bombarding students with even more work than they have the capabilities to complete, which is not fair, right? So like, what what is gonna be the action plan afterwards? Um, I think that in the beginning, we were focusing way too much on e-learning. And what we really need to think about is like, what are the resources that our families and our students are gonna need when we come back um, from this quarantine and from um, this moment? Cause just like Mr. Gibbons said, like everything that if whatever harm comes from it is going to be an injustice specifically to students of color or low-income families. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are we going to do to combat that when we come back to school? Mm-hmm. Were you expecting the quarantine to be longer than two weeks? Um, yeah, absolutely. Definitely longer than two weeks. Um, I think as soon as I think Washington, well, I think California was the first state to um, push it longer or to maybe even cancel school for the year. Um, I'm thinking that that's what's going to be the case. Um, yeah. What are some recurring discussions that the teachers have in meetings in regards to the future of your students? You know, that's a, that's a good question. I think most people are on the same page as far as what I kind of outlined. I, you know, maybe I shouldn't even say it, but I, I do think that one of the things that's come up that I honestly have no tolerance for and that Ms. C just alluded to is the idea of oh, well, the students are going to try to get away with doing nothing, so we're going to give them incomplete, and then when they get back, they're going to get a zero, and then their grade is going to go lower. And I just think it's showing like a true, that's a small group of teachers who are doing that, but I do think it's important for all of us to push back against that kind of attitude when it's not the student's fault. I mean, it almost goes without saying that it's not your fault, but to some people, I do think they need to be reminded this is just a, nobody wanted to be out of school. I mean, Jennifer, you were just saying how you wished you were back in school, and I'm sure that wasn't true on February 17th. You would have loved to have a week <laughs> off school, but, you know, it's not your fault that you're not okay. here. And, and anything that comes of it that harms you is just is just wrong. 
And mm-hmm. so, you know, putting the mental health at the top, and I think most people are doing that, but, you know, when they send out and say each class should be 210 minutes of work a week, I, you know, I just, I tend to push back on that. Obviously, I want you to pick up a book and be reading, but the main thing is I want you to be safe and healthy, mental and physical and to keep yourself as active as you possibly can. And whether or not that has to do with doing something for English 3 is irrelevant. Missy. I think my school's definitely, or from the conversations that I've been a part of, we're definitely emphasizing on just student well-being and family well-being. Um, I know that for us, a big thing has been just engaging with parents. Um, not just to see like whether or not students are completing work, but also just to like check up on like the well-being of the household, right? Cause like you're a student, you don't just live by yourself, like you live with your parents, you live with younger siblings. Um, and a lot of times like our families are the ones that are the ones continuing to go to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, my phone calls have just been designed around like checking in and just letting families know that we are here for them in whatever way that they need us to be. Um, and that doesn't just mean giving you more work to do. Um, mm. Yeah. So those are the conversations that I've been a part of. Um, I think on the other front, um, a lot of the conversations for my students that are attending private schools right now have been along the lines of helping them manage the stress that they're dealing with. Um, because I am finding that a lot of my students at private schools are the ones that are getting bombarded with those like 8.30 to 3.30 p.m. schedules and like you only have a half hour break. I mean, that's a really difficult thing to do like from home, just like you guys were talking about. Like we, I'm sure Mr. Jones deals with it too. Like I can't sit in front of a computer and do work for three hours straight. Like I also need a Netflix break. Like I need to like take a breather outside. Um, And so I'm just like trying to figure out a way to be there for those students who are being held to these really, really high expectations. Do you think we will return to school the remaining of the semester and how will everyone end up passing? Will we have finals? Do you know anything about that? I don't think anyone knows. Uh, I, at this point, I would guess no, but that's just a personal guess. Okay. For both of you, what has been said about the SATs and testing? If you know anything. I don't know anything. Uh, I think that, the most likely scenario is that for those who need to take the SAT for college admissions, it will come next fall. And that then they will suspend for a year any kind of school grading based on the standardized test, which I believe they've already done. Uh, So that's another thing that I I just think it's obviously natural for you and any other junior to be worried about that. But we have to assume that it is going to work out in a way that is fair to you. And if it doesn't work out, we need to stand up and and speak out against it. So right now there's absolutely nothing we can do, but I would, if I were you try not to stress about it because people will be there for you in the fall to help you feel prepared to take it. I see. Um, from what I've heard, the ACT has been pushed from the April date all the way till June. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to go. I can say I'm studying for the GRE to do grad school programs. And I know that they're moving that to be um, online where you're like proctored by somebody and you have to have your camera on. I don't know if that'll translate into the SAT or ACT. Um, I also know for like AP classes, like we're pushing all those tests back. Um, 
Yeah, I think what's really important right now is that students have a huge opportunity, just like Mr. Given said, to teach us, right? Like, what is becoming too much for you guys? What do you need right now? Like, do you need more exposure to, like, art classes online on Zoom? Like, do you, what do you need in order to um, best benefit, like, your well-being right now? And then whatever happens in the fall, like, we, you have teachers that are going to be standing on the front lines with you to fight back um, if anything seems wrong or if anything just doesn't align to the standards and the values that we hold as people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's hard to like not stress out about it, but like you need to, we also need to remember that it's the entire world that's in this with us. Um, universities are going to know like what happened your junior year. Like there's a really good college essay starter. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. How does it make you guys feel knowing eventually juniors will have to take their their finals and SATs and they missed out on preparation for it? Because I know, Mr. Gibbons, you're always giving us like um, handouts for like SAT, right? Grammar corrections and things like that. And we don't have that anymore. Well, I mean, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to have put in all those months of work. But I, I do think that that's an important point that Ms. C just made to remember is that this is happening to everyone. And in a way, in a way that makes it, obviously it's worse because of all the suffering, but in a way it's more manageable for us individually because unlike, you know, an untimely death in a family or an illness or something like that, that throws you off track and then you can't take the SAT or you can't focus on it or, and this happens to students all the time and then it's just them. And so no exceptions are made. So at the very least, everyone here knows exactly what happened to you and that it's totally out of your control. So while it's frustrating to me personally, I also think I need to take a step back, just like I'm suggesting that you all take a step back and realize there's nothing we could have done differently. It just happened. And we need to do our best when things get back to normal to make this fair for you all. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, honestly, I've, I've uh, had mixed feelings about it. Um, like I, I grew up in the Pilsen neighborhood um, and then attended a really high achieving high school. I got into a selective enrollment high school and that was really hard for me um, because for 10 years I was at the top of my class and then I went into this super rigorous school um, that not only didn't understand my cultural background but also was just like super academically advanced. Um, and so I've just been thinking about like how much, how many resources like we've been missing as communities, um, low income communities and also just communities of color for such a long time. Um, And now like some schools that have more of like that, those resources and wealth are being able to like push their students because they know where their students are coming from. Um, And whereas like we're trying to take a step back and really think about the well-being of our students. um, I I think that it's gonna, there is gonna be some gap still that's gonna exist. And so my top priority is um, not necessarily filling the gap right now for juniors and seniors, but thinking ahead as to like where are teachers like me and Mr. Gibbons going to have to go to um, step back on the policy level. Like this is going to be much greater than, um, than students. It's going to be much greater than the student level. It's going to, it's going to require students, teachers, and families to come together um, and really advocate for you guys. And so I think that that's where my concern lies right now. I don't, I don't want juniors and seniors to be like preoccupied about the future because there's just so much happening in the here and now. Um, I think that, there's going to be a time and place for us to fight back. And I'm like super excited to know that there's other teachers like Mr. Gibbons and also 
organizations like Yolo Cali that are willing to stand on the front lines for our students and um, youth within our communities. Yeah, that are gonna need that voice. Final question. Do you guys miss your students? <laughs> yes. You know, it's actually, I, I, again, I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to make, minimize some of the suffering that's going on out there. But I do think in a way that you can look at this time as, as somewhat of a gift. And because of all the stuff you can learn and do with your life, but also some of the stuff you can reflect on and really think about, you know, maybe when it is like the middle of the winter and it's January and you're thinking, man, I don't want to wake up and go to school. And, and I'm talking about myself. I'm not talking, talking about <laughs> you guys, but you know, and then right now it really, it, I, I really do. I want to go to work on Monday. I want to see you guys. I, I want to laugh and, and joke around. And, and even though Monday would have been spring break, I would still go if they told me to go on Monday love to see you guys so and I've been thinking about that a lot and I've been thinking about that with my kid who's missing out on kindergarten and how he wants to go and his excitement for going to school and seeing his teacher and it you know it's sometimes we can get into routines that make us lose sight of how much we have well thank you so much for answering our our concerns I appreciate having you guys here thank, thank you guys what's up the club shirt all i want is pizza i just want some pizza all i want is pizza when does the club shirt all i want is pizza i just want some pizza god i'm really drunk that was great we learned so much about not only our perspective but the teacher's perspective um because you know they are in a sense the real community leaders that are bringing uplifting the kids and um literally just like educating us you know because we need the education and it's so empowering to see important role models in our life vouch for us and make the best out of our lives that we possibly can so I hope that um, everybody listening was well-informed about what's happening, um, especially if you are still in school, because it's important that we stay aware of our surroundings and what's going to happen in the future. But most important is worrying about the now, um, which is staying clean and staying healthy and looking out for yourself and for everyone else around us. So um, we had so many amazing things to offer in this show. We had so much songs, so much music, bootylicious, yolo-licious music that everybody was jamming to. Ain't that right, Jenny? Mm -hmm. What else did we have? We were sharing tips. Sharing mm -hmm. tips on okay. how to be productive. Yep. Get off of your little laptops, y'all. Do something inspiring. Make something out of ourselves because I know we have the potential to do it. We also talked about what's happening in our hospitals and clinics in the community, how to stay healthy, how to stay alive, because we all love breathing air. And now it's time to say our final goodbyes. We love you all. We thank you all so much for tuning in. And hopefully we were able to educate everyone and inform them on things that they might have not known. And the biggest part is uplifting our spirits, which is the biggest thing that we need right now. We need to motivate one another, not only as youth, but as human beings. 
we need to stay healthy, stay happy, and, you know, make the best out of every single day that we possibly can. So thank you all for being a part of this amazing show. Not only me and the fabulous Jennifer, but our amazing guests and also our entire production team. We have Stephanie and Charlie working in the back. Hey, you know, work a little turntable. Press play on the mic, you know, all the good stuff. We have our social media team, Shanessa and Hanani Hanafifi. Thank y'all so much for the Instagrams. And to all of the amazing listeners, Y'all stay sane, stay healthy, stay beautiful, and make the best of every single day. Thank you guys so much. And now let's turn the beats up. Time to go to some more music. Bye. Y'all listen to WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpin' Radio. What's up? Antes tú me pichaba. Tú me pichaba. Ahora yo picheo. Antes tú no quería. No quería. Ahora yo no quiero. Antes tú me pichabas, ahora yo picheo. Antes tú no querías, ahora yo no quiero. No, tranqui, yo perreo sola. Mm. Yo perreo sola. Yo perreo sola. Yo perreo sola. Ok, ok. It's me. I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope it's because you're listening and enjoying our amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delicious, funny, breathtaking, wee-snatching, Lady Poppin' production. If not, you should listen to our radio show, What's Up, again. In the meantime, we'll be twerking on our next one. Here in Lumpkin Radio. So stay tuned for our next amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delicious, funny, breathtaking, weave-snatching, highly amazing production. I hope that you were informed about the YOLO-licious parts of life and get your bag every day. Don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud at YOLO Cali, on social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at YOLO Cali, or visit at yolocali.org for more. We are the robots. We are the robots.